Welcome to the Remote Work Podcast. This podcast is presented by clearword.com. Plan and organize meetings more collaboratively and have them automatically summarized into meeting minutes so that you can catch up with any meeting you couldn't attend. All your colleagues' knowledge searchable in your central library of meetings. Clearword, meetings redesigned. The Great Meeting Migration. Two years in and it's now second nature to meet each other online. But as we know, virtual meetings are a double-edged sword, as much of a blessing as they are a curse. Video conferencing has been the boon that kept us connected throughout the pandemic, but at the same time, laying the groundwork for a prolonged disconnection that seems to eternally bind us to our computer screens. So let's explore the great meeting migration and see what it means for the future of meetings. What is the great meeting migration? Between December 2019 and March 2020, the number of daily meeting participants on Zoom skyrocketed from 10 million to 300 million per day. This surge in virtual meetings has been called the Great Meeting Migration. It was thrust upon us, instantly creating a new digital domain of work where colleagues became pixels and meeting rooms became screens. According to research published in the Harvard Business Review, before the pandemic, executives were spending nearly 23 hours a week in meetings. During the pandemic, Harvard Business School found that people were having shorter but more frequent meetings. So technology proved itself to be instrumental and indispensable, but it also showed itself to be a poor replacement for in-person interactions. While technology performed fantastically at facilitating our meetings, it reduced them to their essential functions, removing the social paddings around meetings that make our work lives more bearable. As Noreen Malone, author of an article in the New York Times entitled The Age of Anti-Ambition says, the act of working has been stripped bare. You don't have little outfits to put on and lunches to go to and coffee breaks to linger over and clients to schmooze. The office is where it shouldn't be, at home in our intimate spaces. And now all that's left is the job itself, naked and alone. And a lot of people don't like what they see. The Great Resignation. The number of workers throwing in the tiles as far as their jobs are concerned is staggering. The Bureau of Labour Statistics reported that almost 4 million people in the US quit their jobs every month in 2021. In Ireland, a survey conducted by the University of Limerick's Kemi Business School showed that 40% of employees were considering leaving their current job. Malone summed it up in her piece in the New York Times when she said, essential or non-essential, remote or in-person, almost no one I know likes work very much at the moment. This quitters market, as it has been called, has been spurred on by the ongoing pandemic and related matters like vaccine mandates, but there are also more nebulous reasons. Some have to do with burnout due to heavier workloads, while others relate to our own personal relationship with work and weighing up if that's really how we want to be spending our time. LinkedIn's chief economist, Karen Kimbrough, says, people have been living to work for a very long time. And I think the pandemic brought that moment of reflection for everyone where they said, what do I want to do? What makes my heart sing? And people are thinking, if not now, then when? However, with the great resignation comes a renewed case for working remotely. A new report by the IDA found that one in five jobs advertised in Ireland are now being listed as remote, which is up from one in seven in the last quarter. This represents a 118% increase in the availability of flexible working and ranks Ireland second in the eight markets monitored by LinkedIn for offering remote working. 
The employment landscape across the world is now a candidate's market, with job growth and remote positions continuing at a steady pace globally. Meeting fatigue. Part of the general burnout people are experiencing can be attributed to Zoom fatigue. Meeting fatigue is a new phenomenon that has come about as a result of spending too much time on virtual meetings. And we dived into this in a recent post about meeting fatigue. And we found in this post that meeting fatigue spans five dimensions, general, social, emotional, visual and motivational. The causes of it are numerous and diverse and can be attributed to interruption, communication, concentration and interaction. Combined, these factors can result in a new kind of burnout owing to this ongoing meeting migration and its pitfalls. A McKinsey study from 2021 showed that burnout among women was up 42% in 2021 from 32% in 2020. For men, it jumped from 28% to 35%. According to research by MIT, only 50% of meeting time is actually used effectively. So remedying virtual meetings seems to be at the heart of tackling burnout and putting ourselves in a better position to work remotely. As outlined in the Meeting Fatigue post, using platforms like ClearWord is just one way to rein in the virtual meeting beast. We have plenty of content on our blog about how to run effective meetings and the chart by Atlassian in the blog post illustrates if and when we should be having meetings at all. So what's ahead for virtual meetings? Well, it doesn't look like virtual meetings are going anywhere anytime soon. And this is a good thing, as long as we're able to manage them effectively and efficiently. As workers return to offices and the hybrid experiment gets fully underway, we will begin to see how the new landscape of work and its associated meetings pans out. Slack's 2022 Future Forum Pulse survey puts forward a number of key findings, one being that hybrid is now the dominant model, with 68% of knowledge workers saying they prefer hybrid work. It also tells us the flexibility is now the expectation of work rather than the desire, with approximately 80% of workers say that they will be seeking jobs that offer flexibility around when and where they work. So this gives the leverage to employees rather than the companies. Brian Elliott, executive leader of the Future Forum, says it's past time to move beyond the remote versus office debate. The future of work isn't either or, it's both. Maybe the hybrid model is the antidote to the disconnection we've experienced as a result of the great meeting migration, giving us the best of both worlds. A post on 7.ie paints a vivid picture of what we're missing in our online work lives. It says... In a virtual workspace, we don't have the same opportunities to observe norms which influence workplace culture. For example, the moments of collective celebration and connection, the coffee breaks, the birthday cakes and team lunches. These interactions build relationships and create the space for colleagues to connect outside of their working relationships. These ritualistic daily office interactions play a role in reinforcing a sense of well-being and belonging in a community. Diplo outlines the various factors that will influence the future of meetings and the form we can expect them to take going forward. They say, certainly online meetings and hybrid or blended meetings are here to stay. Some of the reasons include the ease of attending a meeting from anywhere in the world, lower costs and environmental benefits. This is why adequate digital skills, effective moderation and understanding technology, security related risks and social context will remain the key aspects of meetings and conferences. Thank you for listening and we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions about remote work or would like to come on the podcast to talk about your workflow, please do not hesitate. Email us 
podcasts at clearword.com.